world issue boy project back to the hood don't bullshit it's your boy jt the one man show I'd like to thank y'all and wish you guys a good morning good afternoon or good evening depending on when you listen to this and today your boy is solo solo that's why they call me the one man show and this is episode three on in Spanish, episode 13. <laughs> That's all the Spanish I know. Uh, but now, so yeah, we on episode three. Um, I got a few things I want to talk about today. Starting with <clears throat> something that I've been seeing in the news recently. Uh, Jay-Z and the NFL. Um, there's been mixed feelings about, you know, Jay-Z and the NFL and him signing a deal, you know, Rock Nation. And I don't know, man. Um, when I first kind of heard about the whole thing... Um, I thought it was a good idea. Um, and I, 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 and let me say, I, I thought it was a good idea. I think it's a good idea. But I do understand the concerns that are coming from some people, right? Um, I guess one issue, right, is Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job in the NFL. And, um, you know, Jay-Z was one of the polarizing figures who kind of wanted everyone to boycott the NFL, you know, back when the whole kneeling thing was was, was, was starting in its, in its infancy, uh, we could say. And, yeah, you know, some people still feel like, you know, for you to take a, a, a deal or sign a deal, with the NFL when Kaepernick still doesn't have a job like you you kind of turning your back on the board especially when you know you're the Jigga man you JC you you HOV you know what I'm saying Over. but I mean what can you do right this is my take on it honestly um Jay Jay-Z has done a lot of good things for the black community um i ain't gonna lie when the whole when the whole you know kneeling thing was about uh i had no issues with the whole kneeling thing and i'm a veteran so I, i feel i got a little more right than the average person um to give my opinion on this you know, yeah, I'm a veteran. So you kneeling is cool. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to bring light to a situation that is affecting people like me. Not not, not in the sense that I'm a veteran, but in the sense that I'm a black male in that age, you know, demographic as Colin. And motherfuckers be shooting us. Cops be shooting us in general. Um... And that shit ain't right. 
and he just wanted to bring light to it and I support that um, the fact that the NFL was so against it you know what I'm saying I felt the need I needed to boycott the NFL myself but I half-ass boycotted the NFL right like I didn't watch any games at the house but like if I was at a bar I wouldn't be like you know change the channel or no shit like that I was still watching and I played fantasy football during that whole time you know I had money involved and you know <laughs> it ain't gonna affect my bottom line you know what I mean but saying that really made me take stock into what my ethics were you know what I'm saying like I didn't want to fully boycott because <coughs> honestly the whole fantasy shit and you know the, the funky $20-$40 that I was putting on the games with the fantasy football stuff you know and the little, you know, side bets or whatever you want to call it that I was doing at that time. And like, that was only some chump change that didn't make me want to boycott, you know? But like, Colin essentially was putting his check on the line, you know what I'm saying? His future in the NFL and the money that he will grow. You know what I'm saying? Even if you can say it was at the tail end of his career, he was still in the NFL, he was still getting a check, and he still had a few years in the NFL, even if he was a bench player. You know what I mean? So he still was giving up that money, right? So, you know, the fact that he lost his job, not just based on his talent, but based on, you know, people not agreeing for the controversy it caused people, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, the man had the president of the United States tweeting about him um, in a negative manner, so that's never good if the president is talking about you crazy. But, um, but yeah, so just that's the, 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 the back end of, or I should say the yeah, the early stages of why some people, uh, I can see some people being upset because that man still don't got a job. You know what I'm saying? And here comes Jay-Z, Jigga Man, you know, swooping in when it's good for him to make a deal because the NFL wants a big name be honest black figure that the black community sees as a good representation of us and we kind of listen to you know what I'm saying and I say we even though I'm like my own independent person and most stuff that Jay-Z do or most stuff that Jay-Z does although I notice it and watch it because everyone talks about it um I don't really subscribe to per se you know what I'm saying um but yeah so he signs this deal with the rock nation and the NFL they do this big deal I don't know the full ins and outs of the deal um 
partly part of the deal, I guess, is is a is a portion of a portion of like a team or something like that. I was assuming it's similar to. I'm assuming it's similar to like his next deal where he had like some stock or something like that, some percentage. He's gonna have some some percentage in the team. Hopefully he has some say so with that percentage in the team and it's not just what I deep down really feel it's about, which is just the entertainment aspect as far as like halftime shows and shit. Like I'm hoping I'm hoping it's more to it. Like maybe he gets part ownership of the Giants or something nice like that. Where he can really effectively make change. Cause him just picking music musical talent, you know, is not is not enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have a halftime show with the Black Panthers. Black Panthers marching in there or something like that. I mean, yeah, that's cool, but what real changes are making, you know? So hopefully it's not just a money move and hopefully there's something more, there's something more Jay could do with that, um, you know? I mean, Cap, how I feel about Cap, like he should already know like he's not going back in I know he publicly is saying like yeah yeah but once you sue the people who are supposed to be your employers like you shouldn't be expecting to be to be back on there even though he was uh he he filed a lawsuit for his earnings loss or like wages loss not necessarily you know suing the NFL for anything that had to do with the the kneeling per se but still you know it's like it's like you working for a company and then suing them and then still expecting to keep your job like you that's not happening like that's not happening like i mean i wouldn't want to work like if i was if i was a boss and someone sued me for something like all right you sued me you know was it my fault i don't know can we make a deal if we can't make a deal whatever you win you lose like you're no longer working for me period you know what i'm saying regardless we're gonna have we're gonna have to let you go straight up so yeah i don't know that's how i feel i my opinion on it my my actual opinion on it is that i think Jay-Z has a bigger plan. But I don't think it's going to be something so major and groundbreaking. You know what I mean? Um, So basically, the people who are saying that Jay-Z has like this big grandioso plan... I think they're they're over overreaching or you know what I'm saying like it's just I don't think it's gonna be as big as people are hoping so I guess I'm already preparing myself to be disappointed I guess in that aspect and as far as Colin goes like, like I said I, 
I mean, hopefully he could find some other avenue um, to still be associated with football or whatever. But he's not. He's not gonna play for the NFL no more. And <clears throat> as far as my boycotting dreams, that's pretty much over. Because <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I mean I like the NFL. I like the NFL in terms of the actual gameplay, not necessarily the, the, the overall semantics. You know. As Americans, we are so involved with entertainment and sports that, you know, sometimes we don't separate the game from, you know, life. And sometimes it's hard to, you know, but mm, it's just it's, it's just a difficult thing. There's, there's no wrong or right answer when it comes to this I feel like everyone's opinions are valid outside of the racist the racist aspects of it right like to me that's just you know point blank you know hiding behind hiding behind hiding behind the flag for a sporting event saying that he's disrespecting like that's like nah, that's that's not what it is, you know. There's there's racial undertones to that that just won't be addressed because people don't want to address it. But hmm, what can you do? What can you do? All right, moving on. The next topic I want to talk about, this is really going to be brief. I'm not going to talk too much about it. One, because I don't necessarily know enough to really go into detail with it. But I felt like with the whole Jay-Z and NFL, Kaepernick and all of that, I felt like this uh, was kind of in the same, kind of in the same spectrum, I guess. So I just wanted to to speak about it a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, and that is American descendants of slaves. Or I should say American descendants of slavery or ADOs. It's kind of founded by Yvette Cornell and Antonio Moore. Essentially what it's saying is that <clears throat> the ADOs American descendants of slavery uh, need to be compensated for slavery in some aspects. You know what I'm saying? Um, the effects that policies have had, American policies, back since the ending of slavery, um, has stifled the black community in a way that no other community has had to deal with outside of the Native Americans uh, you know just being uh, you know damn near eliminated uh, you know we had the whole Jim Crow era the redlining mass incarceration um, a lot of these things just have been talked about but really haven't 
being addressed properly or like they need be. And uh, it's, they always just kind of scratch the top, right? Almost to the point where it's annoying to hear. You know what I mean? Like, they, they talk about it, but they make sure that nothing gets done. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, I always hear people talk about, um, well, I only say I always hear people talk about, but I think about personally, um, you know, like affirmative action and student loans, not student loans, like minority, those minority, uh, well, yeah, I guess affirmative action pretty much, you know, uh, giving loans and, and giving preference to minorities, right? And, you know, black people kind of fought for that, you know what I mean? I didn't say black kind of fought for that, they did fight for that, you know? And even when it, even in its first inception, like, we weren't allowed access to it at the beginning, you know what I mean? Um, over time, you know, we finally were able to receive those type of benefits, but even then, we still were kind of cast out of those, you know what I'm saying? And I I have heard other ethnicities, Hispanics, Asians, other communities talk about how, you know, black people need to get it together. And uh, it's almost like that. I, I I view it in a in a in a in a similarity in like Kaepernick situation, right? Kaepernick was the one who kneeled was the one who caused the most disruption right and now they not letting him get a piece of the pie you feel me black people caused the most disruption as far as wanting equal rights so they kind of left us out of the pie you feel me anyways that that was kind of my correlation between it and people always say like you know oh well why can't you know black people figure it out and i and <clears throat> there's a separation between like africans who come from africa and of course descendants of slaves that's why they they call them the ADOs. you know they have their whole culture they have their identity when they come over here africans Although we have African Americans, although we have an identity, it's very, 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 uh, what do you call it? Fragile? I want to say fra- fractured. Very fractured, right? You go back two generations and you, you got somebody who was a slave, you know what I'm saying? You go back two generations and you got somebody that might have been hung, someone that might have been lynched. You know what I'm saying? You go back two generations and, you know, the picture isn't painted in a real stable way. You know what I'm saying? Not in all cases, but in a lot of cases. A lot of cases, right? And, yeah, 
they are trying to get reparations essentially that's the, the goal right they want some sort of policies in place for American descendants of slaves uh, in these upcoming elections will it happen I don't know I hope so um, even if I'm not directly impacted by it I do think that is you know something that is very important 40 acres and a mule would be nice you know what I'm saying whatever that correlates to as far as as far as um, you know whatever it, it comes out of but I think that would help out a lot um, yeah man black people's net income is like $10,000 net income you know that's not including well, I mean that is including like your debts and stuff on top of whatever your your income that you have is actual value. So you know it, it's pretty bleak for the black household. Aye. But yeah, that's that's as much as I'm gonna speak on because like I said, I I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on it as far as my research and due diligence part of me was even like man I shouldn't even do it because I didn't do enough research on it but I don't know I, I, I kind of wanted to just speak on it because like I said I thought it, it was a little correlation with it or whatever alright some more some upbeat talk man you know what I'm talking about your boy has been looking for a house y'all y'all know um, and it's not as easy as I hoped it would be it's actually kind of a difficult process especially when you have when you start laying out your when you start laying out what you envision as your first home right you know I'm trying to be realistic in my first home right you know I want some of the bells and whistles but I don't need all of the bells and whistles you know what I mean um but it's still hard because you know you want to pick um you know I got a son so you want to pick decent homes as far I mean not decent homes decent schools and decent homes but in a good area in Houston you don't want them hoes to be in flood zones so that's a, a hard thing then actual price point and square footage of the home right so I, I've been looking for homes within the as far as square footage goes between like 1500 which is on the low end and maybe like 1900 you know anything higher than that would be a plus but you know i kind of stay in a, a a somewhat luxury luxury apartment if you will so i kind of got accustomed to you know granite countertops and 10 foot ceilings and, you know what i'm saying uh you know wood floors or whatever so, I kind of want that in my house. And, you know, it's just hard to find all of that in a good school and be under a certain amount. You know what I mean? I ain't going to necessarily say how much it is, but, you know, it's below. Let's just say it's below 250 You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's, it's quite... I ain't gonna say nerve-wracking, but you know when you when you 
think long term, you know, you could be in that house, you know, 10 to 30 years, you know what I mean? And you don't want to make a bad decision because you're going to be stuck in that thing. That's, and it ain't as easy to sell, especially if you if you pick a bad property, you know, it's not going to be easy to sell and you may have to take a loss on it, depending on, you know, how much equity or whatever you, you, um, you know, get into the house. I say that to say this, though. I actually made a decision on the house, right? And me and my realtor put in a bid. And within like 10 to 15 minutes after me putting in that bid, they picked someone else. I was like, man, you know what? Fuck that house. I ain't want it no way. But nah, little boy was salty, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. My realtor was telling me like he wanted me to do all of these like extra things you know like you wanted me to write like a letter saying you know oh I just love your home and this would be great for me and my family and and, you know just you know be dazzled up a little bit but that ain't really me you know what I'm saying as a person you know like for me to do that I think it would come as uh, disingenuous if I wrote a letter like that it's just like I don't know even even like my back in the days I don't say back in the days but when I was in college I remember my sister was telling me a story I, I had fucked around and got a, a speeding ticket it was a pretty 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 serious speeding ticket though man I was going like shit I ain't in like a 55, nigga, I was rolling. I wasn't even in my car. I was in somebody else's car. Real disrespect for like, fortunately, um, you know, they didn't haul my ass to jail or nothing like that. But my sister was telling me a story about when she got her speed ticket and she wrote a letter to like the judge or the attorney or wherever. And, you know, they looked out for it pretty much. They dropped the, uh, they dropped the charges and so him kind of telling me to write that letter made me think about that you know it it, it possibly could have been effective right and since I didn't get the offer and this is actually my second it was actually my second offer that I submitted and the second time that they took someone else's bid so now it's like, you know, am I missing something? You know what I mean? Maybe I should be doing that extra mile. Especially if the the competition is as stiff as it is. That's how I'm feeling now. You know what I'm saying? He also told me to like offer like paying the closing costs for them, which since I've been researching homes, you know, everybody be like, nah, the the seller, if anything, would be paying the closing costs, not the buyer. So, you know, you don't you don't want to do that because that's just more money out your pocket. Then, uh, there was this. How do I say this? So, my realtor contacted their realtor that 
although they wanted to close on the house in September, they really didn't have a place to stay until like early November. So he was like, well, yeah, how about you either pay the first that when you move in, pay the, pay the mortgage for October and still let them stay there. Or you could like charge them rent and still let them stay there. So when, when the house gets done uh, being built, they can move in in uh, November or whatever. And, you know, they didn't have to stay with like a family member or in a hotel or whoop-de-whoop. So I felt like that was somewhat fair, right? So I, 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 I put that in the contract or I put that in the offer as far as me uh, allowing them to stay in my house essentially at that time uh, for the whole month of October or whatever. But when I kind of did it and then I kind of sat and thought about it, I was like, damn, man, they could go in there and just fuck the whole house up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then I would have to foot the bill for whatever they fucked up. You know what I mean? So I think the next time I submit an offer, I probably wouldn't do that or I'll put something in there like a security deposit or or some something along along those lines as far as uh, you know. I mean the whole home buying shit to me, I don't know, the shit seems so scamish, man. You know what I mean? Depending on, you know, who your lender is and all of that, it just be them old fake-ass fees and, you know, motherfuckers just be... So I I did, I did, I, I used, well, I say I, I used, I applied with three lenders, right? Trying to see what the best interest rate was. Fortunately for me, um my credit union matches my credit union matches um, interest rates and if they can't they give you like a thousand dollars or something like that so and I'm a veteran so in Texas like they give you this this thing where it's like they'll take off 0.5 or the interest rate of whatever interest is so my credit union is matching that so my interest rate for the for the for any house as far as right now I haven't you know closed on a loan or nothing like that but right now it's sitting at like 3.1 which is good as hell which makes me want to purchase a house now you know what I'm saying just cause of that interest rate but I don't know man if I keep having a if I keep getting on sale outbid it but like people keep picking up offers and I'm kind of compromising on some of the stuff I want I might just hold out next year when I pay off my my car and then you know have a little more money to 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 increase how much home I'm getting you know what I mean I don't know yeah I'm excited though hopefully I get one but if I don't I don't know. I'm cool with the apartment. It made me open. It made me really assess what it is, what it is I want, and what is acceptable, right? 
Because essentially, I'm going to be the only motherfucker in my house. I got this apartment now. Not that many people come through and kick it with me at my apartment. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one who has to be in there. Like, do I really need all of this luxury? Like, who am I impressing? You know what I'm saying? I'm not keeping up with nobody, right? I ain't like, you know, people like to say keeping up with the Joneses. Like, I ain't keeping up with nobody, right? I really don't care half of the time, you know? And I, I think I'm realizing that as the older I, the older I get, you know what I'm saying? There, there is no... You want to be comfortable in your house, right? You want to be... But my thing is, I want to be comfortable, but I also still want to be able to do shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to have a mortgage that's fucking, you know, $2,500. And now I can't afford to do shit. You know what I'm saying? I add one more kid and I'm broke as a joke. You know what I'm saying? So... I guess it's all about balance and being honest with yourself and what you can afford. You know what I mean? That's another big thing. You know, not only not only what you can afford now, but what you can afford later. Right? Property tax goes up. You know what I mean? HOA fees might go up. You know what I mean? You know, you want to add additions to your family far as kids, you know, health problems. Let's say you want to retire, right? Depending on how old you are when you purchase your home. Average loan is what, I mean, average house thing is what, 30 years, right? So, you know, I'm what, 30? Damn, I know what my, that's how I know I'm getting old. I'm 33 years old. 30 years from now, I'll be 63. If I can make it, you know what I'm saying? I think that'll be a good, if I'm, you know, that should that should be a good time as far as work goes too, uh, to, to hit retirement. Um, you know, you want your house to be paid off. So you gotta think about that. So, or when you retire, can you still pay it, right? A lot of people don't realize that your social security retirement ain't shit, all right? <laughs> you know, depending on, you, you need to pay attention to that because people be, I see a lot of people come in trying to retire and expecting more money than what they actually get and they be so disappointed. You know, you gotta plan for shit like that. You gotta be ahead of shit like that, right? Motherfuckers need to get 401ks, you know, TSP accounts, you know, whatever you can to make sure other streams of passive income is what they call it, you know, in order for you to survive. And you don't want to leave it all on like your significant other to foot the bill for you, right? I mean, back in the day, that was cool. But, you know, in this new day and age, uh, you need dual incomes, man. You need dual incomes, you know? Shit is real out here in the field. Motherfuckers ain't trying to pay for everything anymore. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers can't pay for everything anymore. It's a cold game. You know what I mean? Alright. Someone told me I was saying, you know what I mean, too much. And uh, I agree. I'm going to try to cut back for y'all. <laughs> but it's just a good period. If I was a, if I was a rapper, 
I would probably use now I mean instead of like yeah yeah but anyway all right another topic I want to talk about I was watching some Netflix shows and I gave my man Marlon Wayans a shot I, I saw sex tuplets oh my god this movie is who yo this movie is trash <laughs> Ah, this movie sucks so bad, yo. I ain't gonna lie to you. The start of it started out well. You know what I'm saying? It was tolerable. But I mean, after like 10 minutes in, it was like, all right. All right. Seen this before. This looks familiar. Same type of shitty jokes. Um, you know, it's different, but it's the same. And I tried to give Marlon Wayans a try just because, you know, the Wayans family have produced funny movies in the past. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. He been putting out some shit lately. I guess he just, you know, wanted to be active and getting the check. But, yeah, this, this movie was some cut. It, it, it pretty much is... Marlon Wayans playing six characters and you know I mean the title of the, the, the movie is called Six Tuplets so it's talking about six twins you know born at the same time um, and then they get you know lost at birth um, you know between adoption agencies and whatnot. Um, so yeah he he's getting married he has no recollection of his family so you know his wife tells him to go you know complete that emptiness in his soul so he goes out looking for his family um he ends up finding his family and of course it's him playing an assortment of characters similar to the nutty professor and let me tell you he is no eddie murphy okay but yeah, I mean, if you like Martin Wayans, you might like this uh, movie, but man, this shit was just terrible. I don't want to give the whole movie away, um, so I'm probably just going to stop there with it, but she was some cut. Um, Could have been a Redbox movie. I guess it's a Netflix, Netflix movie, so I mean, I guess that's an appropriate place for it, but now... Netflix been showing so many premium movies like I don't even want to call it a Netflix you know what I'm saying like it ain't even a Netflix like you know like that shit it's just garbage it's the best way I can put it hot garbage anyways alright y'all that's pretty much all I wanted to get off my chest for today um again episode three if you made it this far i appreciate you yeah i mean (laughs) that's my last one for the episode i appreciate you i'm signing off so you guys take it easy i will be back for the next episode hopefully maybe i can get a guest up in here to, to fuck with your boy until then peace out